everybody. Hi. We're Good waving. Evening. Hey, guess what? Phil's with us. Phil. Phil. Yes. My name is Robert, if you don't remember. My name is Michael, if you do remember. And I'm Phil. Yeah, there he is. Phil. Phil, Phil glad for you to join us. Um, I felt bad that we were going to have a podcast for the Natural Blogger back. So I'm like, Phil, get over here. You have to podcast at least once a week. <laughs> so this is... Podcast number 17. Number 17 on the Movie Front Podcast. We're going to have a good, good episode for y'all. Oh, it's amazing. I like saying y'all. Y'all. I feel like I'm a cowboy when I say y'all. Um, what do we got? What do we got in store for us? All right, so uh, I apologize again. I did not see a movie. Ugh, I can't. I can't tell You're you how many times. Me. I can't tell you how many times I have to apologize for not seeing a movie. I promise you, I will see a movie for next. Is that week. a Rob guarantee? That is a guarantee. From Robert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, on the other hand, did see a movie, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to get into some, some movie news a little later, little, a little later on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like a tongue twister. A little later on? A little oh, later on. Yeah, it is tougher <laughs> than I expected. But I did say it well. Nice. Okay, and then, yes, and then we're going to some new segments. We're going to talk about some guilty pleasure movies that we like or love that maybe we shouldn't. Then we're going to play some new movie games. Well, just one new one movie. One game. new movie game. It's gonna it's gonna be called. I don't think you ever heard of this one before. It's called Twenty Questions. T- twenty questions. Actually, I don't know if everyone has played that game before. But have you ever played Twenty Questions in your life? Yes. I think it's yes. a game that everyone has played. Then I think it's more or less. Guaranteed. It's a driving. Yeah, it's game. guaranteed. A driving game. Yeah, like when you're yeah, in the car, trip, road yeah. trip game. Yeah. But then you play when you're younger with the family. Yeah, I guess. Uh, my pick was always Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. It was very hard. That is a hard. That's a hard pick. I'd be like, person. Yeah. No. Anyway, would you say yes? Would you say yes to animal? Mickey Mouse is not neither. He's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> so you waste five questions just trying to figure that out. That was tricky. Um, that might be my pick for this <laughs> 20 questions. Just say, okay, and of course we're going to flick to our battle at the end. So, all right, let's just get right to it, Michael. All right. X-Men it up. I did. See, X-Men first Wait, did class. I ruin that for you? I'm no. sorry. You, you can't ruin anything for me. Yeah, anyway, so I saw X Men First Class. This is um, a prequel to all of the X Men movies. This movie starts out with the the original origins. The f- you can't get more any any more origin than this. Um, this is the very beginning of both uh, Professor X and um, Magneto. Uh, both of these uh, characters we we meet when they're children, and we see their very first uh, instances with their powers. And being able to use them, and uh, so it, it's really cool to kind of like see that see that storyline. And uh, Magneto's storyline uh, definitely is the more powerful of the uh, storylines. It, it, it holds a lot of weight to it. So anyway, the movie takes off. First, we you know see these uh, these guys as kids, uh, pretty young from the ages I think uh, of eight and then ten. Uh, Professor X, I think, is ten, and Magneto's eight, and uh, we see their their first instan- instances with the powers, and then it fast forwards to uh, about the, um, their college years, and um, you know, uh, Professor X has just graduated uh, in, into becoming a, a, a professor, which is <laughs> essentially where he gets the name. Um, ah, clever! Yeah, it's it's, it's very, very funny, um, and uh, he has his his sister named Raven. Uh, who's kind of like an adopted like she's sister? So Raven. Yeah, <laughs> that's so Raven. <laughs> um, that's it. I don't know my Disney. Is. So they're best friends, and she gives him the nickname of Professor X. Um, Xavier. And Xavier. So the movie just basically uh, it, it it 
is the origin of, of them forming the X-Men and, uh, you know, fighting their very first villain together and, and kind of working with the... Who uh, is the villain in this movie? The, the villain... He goes by the Sebastian. name of Kevin Bacon. Yes, his name is <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it is Kevin Bacon, and what an awesome villain he was in this film. Oh, yeah? So the whole movie is just, like, you know, them trying to figuring out how to use their powers, and eventually they uh, uh, team up with the CIA to uh, to develop, you know, some, some weaponry uh, to focus their powers and, and stuff like that. It's really, it's a very interesting story. So, alright, enough with the plot. Um... Did you or did you not like the movie, Michael? I liked it. I thought it was very good. I, I, I think the first 20 minutes of the movie were superb, you know. When we get to see the, them as children, it's so fascinating. And, and Kevin Bacon and, and, and Little Magneto, uh, that storyline that story <laughs> like is just amazing, you know. Uh, it's just so cool to, to, to see how, uh, how, it, how it develops. Now, actually, it starts out in a constant. They're in like a concentration camp, and uh, Magneto's being separated from his parents, and um, you know, as he's being separated. Didn't we see that in one of the first three X Men films? Didn't we see something like a short scene where, yeah, uh, where and Magneto like bends defenses with it because he gets really pissed off or something like that? Yeah. Really? I, forget, I, forget, I think that might have been in the second yeah, one. Yeah, that's the uh, maybe yeah, the first one. I don't even know. It's at the very beginning of one of the two. Right, right. It shows yeah. like I remember there was, like was a really, really, young really kid. young kid, and then he just like yeah, he gets taken away, and then he gets pissed off, and he just like brings defenses down, and he's like whoa type of thing. Wow, I I don't know that I remember that, but that is exactly what the scene is in this oh, really? movie. So maybe it's just taken from that. It's a good possibility. I, now I gotta look that up. <laughs> but uh, they, yeah, like, maybe they just transposed and used or reshot it with a new actor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That'd be interesting to find out. Um. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool that whole storyline and uh, Ke- and you see very quickly how Kevin Bacon becomes uh, the uh, evil villain in in the storyline. Um, now I lost track with where I was going with that. And anyway, I was just saying the first twenty minutes of the movie are extremely solid, uh, well paced, you know, awesome origin storyline, and it is like some of the best uh, the way it's shot and the way it's you know kind of. Uh, plotted out is, is some of the best origin stuff that I've seen in any of these comic book movies. But um, the movie kind of diverges from there a little bit later and like when they're forming the team it's kind of just like alright you know what's going to happen. There's like They spend like another good like 20 minutes on just like getting everybody together and these people, these people and there's a, a small cameo by a famous X-Men character who I won't say out loud and uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty funny I laughed out loud when mm. I saw it. Uh, so there's just like that all that time. It's like you kind of just know that eventually, all right, they're gonna form this, t- you know, this thing, and then they're gonna go fight Kevin Bacon, and you know. So, but uh, it was pretty interesting. I didn't know most of the storyline, and I used used to read a lot of the X Men comic books. So, I, this is some of the earlier stuff from obviously when the comic books first started. So it's you know harder to get copies of those uh, comic books, which I think was the better way to go with this storyline. You know, make it something a little bit different. Uh, the acting was really good. The special effects were, were pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, the the movie was really well done. The only my only gripe with the movie overall was just uh, some of the dialogue is weak. You know, and I know it's based off of comic books. And when you read a comic book, the dialogue is supposed to be corny. It's it kind of like it's kind of the um, quiche. Is that the word? <laughs> no, that's like a, <laughs> a food, right? <laughs> what is the word? Um, the kitsch. I think it's kitsch. The I don't niche? know. The niche? 
Whatever. It's it's the thing that you correlate with comic books. For some reason, I'm hungry after you said comic <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, having those corny lines is kind of the the, the knack of... <laughs> Stop going back to the word. If you don't know the damn word. <laughs> All right. So, it's the thing that goes along with comic book writing. Right, right. But it's just, it's so corny. It's, it, like, it, it doesn't play well... In a movie, but do you think the writer did that purposely because to get the the comic book feel? You know, it's like you know, let's not spice enough the dialogue. No, let's because I felt like this movie was trying so hard not to be a comic book. It, it was try. I mean, like, it was tr- purposely trying to go away from that. You know, this played out very much like a movie. It was very linear. It, it didn't have a lot of like these comic book cuts that we kind of see nowadays in some of the movies. Like the mo- movie that comes to mind is like the the first Hulk. That was like specifically cut like that, and even the earlier X Men movies, um, it just kind of had more of a like a, a scene by scene was kind of s- separate and very um, very specific in it in its background, and it's like you kind of knew that this was a picture out of a comic book. Like this movie, it was like the sets and stuff like that were very of the time uh, that which this takes place during like the Cold War era. So they did an um, yeah they did an amazing job of of scene design and making like it, 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 you, the way they dressed the way you know things were like even in their dialogue itself which I'm sure it's probably part of the comic book the way it was written then but it was just it was awesome they they melded it they even used clips of actual um, you know speeches by JFK and uh, stuff like that so it was really cool how they welded it very well together and it did really feel like it kind of almost happened you know they did a really good job with that stuff but that was one thing that I was going to ask you um, because they do kind of go with the storyline like with the Cold War and all, all of that fighting going on and kind of the standoff and then like the, the storyline is kind of like the X-Men the mutants had a play in what actually happened in real life like do you like that or do you not like that I really like that I thought it was awesome do you like that because you're a history buff do you like uh, do you like it when comic books or uh, fiction a story kind of takes real life historic events and then twists it to work for the storyline. I like it. I think it's uh, really, really creative. Instead of just like creating something completely new, completely uh, um, from fantasy, implement it into something that's real and making it work. It's it's um, really creative and I enjoy it a lot. Cool, cool. You know, it sounded pretty neat and uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, well, the one thing that I did want to point out about this film, the thing that really stands out about this X-Men movie in, in correlation to the other X-Men movies is uh, there's a real sense of moral dilemma that both Professor X and Magneto deal with throughout this film. Uh, and it's part of their origin, in a sense, in, in kind of creating who they end up becoming at the end of the movie. You know, uh, through, the, through this whole movie, they're, they're pretty close friends. Until you know, there's an event at the end that which like really separates them, and it's because it's really because of the moral dilemma, not so much the actual event that ends up happening that separates them, but it's it's both their their view on kind of the same thing of of whether or not um, mutants should be, and I mean this is a dilemma that we know they've talked about in in the other X Men movies, but you really kind of see it come to fruition. You see their, their, that motivation behind both of their characters and how at one point they actually use that together for the same goal. Uh, it's really kind of interesting and it really adds a lot of weight to um, to the movie in a, in a sense. The problem with that was it was really only toward Magneto and Professor X and didn't really 
or branch out to the other characters and kind of made them very two-dimensional where as you had these like really flushed out three-dimensional characters there and that was just a little bit of a problem for me but uh, you know I didn't really read into that too much it just was kind of like oh well eh, that stinks but uh, it's still a really enjoyable movie right it definitely it definitely played out like uh, well I mean I didn't see it but from the trailers it looked like you know the, uh, the X Professor X and Magneto were the main dudes in this film that had the uh, the acting performances go with uh, McAvoy and his I don't know how to say his name I'm going to say it as Fassbender I could probably say, I, it's I German just, it's I, German so I'm going to say it's maybe it's Fassbender the whole time I thought it was John Hamm he, he looks identical to John Hamm <laughs> if you guys were listening to a past episode <laughs> she claimed that John Hamm was in this movie <laughs> based on the trailer and they, I'm like they no. look eerily similar I mean a young I, version of John Hamm right <laughs> well, I could tell, you know, when he started talking, it wasn't John Hamm. He doesn't sound anything like John Hamm, but he definitely looks like him. Uh, he was awesome. He was really, really good. There were there were points where McAvoy was excellent, and then there were points where he was just kind of uh, a little little flat at, at some some portions of the movie. And I think, you know, I don't want to say it's it's the McAvoy and or the director. I just kind of feel like it's actually the way. The professor, char- the professor X character is written. You know, like I, I've even felt that you know about uh, Leonard Nimoy. Is that that's his name, right? Star Trek. Dude. Well, he plays Professor X in the other X Men movies, right? What you mean, Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Well, do they look similar? No. <laughs> okay. Well, you're thinking about like Star Trek and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I, I apologize, Patrick Stewart. Um, even when he played uh, Professor X, like I kind of felt like that about his character. I think there's just kind of a, a flatness to that person, to that character. He's more fun being the bad guy. Definitely. He's, definitely. You gotta kind of like keep it like he has everything yeah. figured out type of thing. Yeah. But um, I was pretty impressed with James McAvoy because I do not really like him as an actor. Really? In every other movie I've Let seen. me talk about this uh, Michael Fassbender guy. I don't know. I don't remember him in, in Glorious Bastards, but apparently he was in it. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, I did not see Fish Tank, but apparently he was awesome in that movie. I don't know. I've never even heard of that. Uh, and then yeah, it, basically he's kind of just been in, in uh, little roles here and there. He was in Band of Brothers. And in Glorious Bastards, he plays the guy. Who was he? He plays the expert uh, that goes into the bar scene and ends up getting them killed because he orders three so drinks instead of three like. You know, oh, so he was one of the bastards. No, he wasn't one of the bastards. He's like a guy that's hired by Michael Myers. Remember how, when Michael Myers was in the oh, film? Right. Glory yeah, yeah, they go yeah. into this gigantic room where there's just a globe and a chalkboard. Right, right. And uh, they're asking questions about film. Uh, he's, you know, he's like, he spouts off some stuff about, like, oh, imperial, uh, impressionistic film of the night, you know, like, all about um, German film. And so, and he knows a lot of German, so he's, you know, hired to go into... Um, this meeting with uh, hair, whatever her name is, <laughs> and they go into the the bar and they're and they're having fun and they're playing uh, they're putting the cards on each other's heads and trying to guess who they are like King Kong and stuff like that, and uh, he ends up getting them killed because he orders three glasses for shots and he holds up uh, the <laughs> ring finger, <laughs> the ring finger, the middle finger, and the index finger as opposed to the thumb, the index finger, and the middle finger. That's how they do it in German. Germany, three fingers. Which makes it look like a boot also. Which makes it look like a gun. I don't know. <laughs> or a boot. Or a boot. Oh, boot. Boot. So, yeah. So, I remember him in that movie. He was really good. 
But I didn't know who he was. I mean, I didn't. I'm, I mean, when I looked at the the cast, I was just like, "Hey, Jennifer Lawrence is in this movie." You know, she she gives an outstanding Oscar-nominated performance in Winter's Bone. And then she who does she play? Raven. Oh, she plays Mystique. Raven. <laughs> right, not the uh, that's a Raven chick. I didn't really like her in this movie. No. Nah. Uh, she probably was just like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah, I, I, I felt Send like Send me to the Hunger Games. Is what she, she said. She wasn't witty or anything. Witty? No. Not really. Well, like Sheen said, he said all the side characters were kind of two-dimensional. They tried to make Raven three-dimensional, but yeah. it just uh, it didn't really come to fruition. I can't see her in a comic book film based on her one performance ever. Maybe it wasn't ever, I don't know. That was, uh, Kevin Bacon was awesome in this movie, though. I, I was <laughs> just... He, he was amazing. Such a good villain. Kevin Bacon is awesome. Yeah. But, um, okay, if you were to give this movie a rating, one out of a hundred, you want to see your past ratings, or do you have a number already? I, I was going to give it a 75. 75? Yeah, I really liked it, but I, I felt like it felt short in a few areas, and, uh, yeah. 75 is a good rating, though. No, it's yeah. definitely a good rating. A good rating. I, I, would, I would recommend to definitely go see this movie with, with other people. Why not by yourself? Well, I saw it by myself. And but you wouldn't recommend it? It's, would you? it's better with other people. It's always yeah. better with other people. Yeah, I definitely want to catch it. I might catch it this weekend. I don't know. We'll okay. see. We will see. Yes. And then I'll give my dun, dun, dun. two cents in it afterwards. Alright. X-Men, first class. Is there going to be another one? I think so. Is it going to be called second class? It's going to be called coach. Ha <laughs> <laughs> See, because it was first class, Phil. And then it's coach. <laughs> When Mike makes jokes like that, I just shake my head. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't see tell. that through the microphone. Right, you can't tell that I'm kind of laughing, but it's just shaking my head because this is what Mike does, and this is how I react. But yes. <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, I guess we're gonna take a short break, and then we're very, gonna, very short. Break. We're gonna get into some movie news. Movie news. Do it. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> we got some movie news for y'all. M- m- oh, I said it again. M- m- movie news. I said it again. I said y'all again. Y'all. Everyone y'all. should take a shot every single time I say y'all. Y'all. Not you. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, well, there really wasn't much movie movie news. <laughs> I just wanted to really talk about Super 8 that's coming out this weekend. Super 8. Super 8. The J.J. Abrams directed. I'm just going to ask. Steven Spielberg produced... What does that title mean? Super 8 uh, is in terms of film. When you shoot on uh, 8mm film, I don't know where Super comes in, but it's referred to as Super 8 instead of 8mm, which really is kind of the same syllable-wise, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Right, because in the trailer, these kids are making a movie. With Super 8. With Super 8. Right, and, and then the Beast gets caught crash. on the on the film, and I imagine... Have you seen this movie already? No. Are you giving me spoilers? No. I did not know this, Michael. I, I, I did not know this. It's in the trailer. Remember the little kids? What he, they're watching the Super Eight film, and they're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Is it a monster? Is it an alien? Is it a giant? 
I think it's uh, George Lucas. George <laughs> He's <laughs> roaming across the he, screen. He does have superpowers sometimes. <laughs> and they're just like, whoa. He's just... Yeah, they, I, would, I would see that. The, the yeah. fanboys would be like, whoa. The force is in him. It's George <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> it's the real George Lucas, as opposed to the fake one that's been making movies more recently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they're like, after we made the first three Star Wars, they just kidnapped the real George Lucas and then put a clone out there, and the clone <laughs> made some really bad sequels. <laughs> You're right about that. There's, there's some really bad sequels. Anyway, but Super 8 is going to be released this weekend. and This weekend? I hope my research is correct. Yeah, it no. is this weekend. No, it's this oh, weekend. Oh, man. I know. We have to go Can we go Wednesday at midnight? I'm thinking Thursday midnight because if it's a Friday release. But I think... I think okay. I'm pumped. I'm so excited right now. You just made my day. <laughs> and no idea this movie was coming out this, this weekend. This is why we podcast. <laughs> just to tell you what movie is coming out. <laughs> you have no idea, people out there on, in, in radio land. <laughs> or in po- podcast land. I am super eight excited to see this movie. <laughs> we, um... Okay, now, now we we watched the trailer, we watched the, the TV spots. Like, what can we really expect, do you think, from this film? I don't know if it's going to be scary or not. It looks scary. There's people being dragged through supermarkets, yet there's, like, a, a very kiddie vibe to it. I just feel this throwback to, like, what the Goonies could have been type a of lot movie. Of, a lot of early, you know, snippets of reviews have been saying the word throwback. Yeah. Well, that, like, you have not seen a movie like this in a long time. You can tell that from the trailers. It just it, it just omits... <laughs> omits? <laughs> this feeling of... <laughs> we, we, he was... Before we were podcasting, <laughs> I was trying to <laughs> figure out what the, which which word it is. Emits or omits? What do you think, Phil? We... I think it's emits. Emits, right? Is it emits? I don't know. I I don't know. Someone can email us and let us know. Go ahead. On the movie front at hotmail.com. Hotmail.com. Anyway, as I was saying... Was that a commercial? What was I saying? Uh, We were were talking about emitting something. This movie emits a feel of old school. The feel of the Hollywood. Old school Hollywood movies. (laughs) <laughs> like like when I watch the trailer I kind of get glimpses of like Jurassic Park mixed with the Goonies no seriously because like in Jurassic Park you had these little kids kind of looking at dinosaurs like whoa <clears throat> and that's exactly what these kids might be looking at who knows what I really like about this film is that there's not one huge actor in it in a way I think that makes a movie stronger when it's successful yeah I think what the main guy is Kyle Chandler and then you have a bunch of kids I never saw before yeah I think that's going to be awesome because of that. You know, sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, "Hey, there's George Clooney. He's playing a George Clooney character." Is that right. Thing, you know, but there's like, you know, nobody nobody even knows of these characters, so you get to feel the movie even more, especially a well-made movie like we can assume this is going to be. I'm Wait, a, I'm, a, I'm afraid of our expectations are a little bit it, too high. They probably are. I mean, this is definitely the best trailer I've seen in the, in like the past three years. It's just an amazing trailer. <laughs> I gotta give credit to whoever cut it together, just with that that voiceover of the guy. You know, just sounds awesome. It is. It is. Uh, has a lot of hype going, and then you know there there were screenings of it already, and I think they were asking people not to throw out their reviews yet. Yeah. But you know, saw a tidbit. Actually, I read something where they were just like, you cannot post reviews, or please don't post reviews, but you can post a Twitter post and say if you liked it or not like a, a Twitter 140 character review and like they listed down a, a bunch of them on Slash Film and they were just like amazing you know blah 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 <laughs> and so a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, good things are coming from that film yeah. so yeah we, we look forward to it and I really hope I make time this weekend to see it 
I think I'm going to have to. What do you think? Thursday midnight? I'm I am down. Thursday midnight. I'll see if I can do that. If not, we'll see. Yeah. I'll see it. Oh, I'm going to see the movie this weekend. Nice. Fact. Fact. <laughs> That's another Rob guarantee. Phil, so, are you guarantee. in? Yes, I'm in. J.J. Abrams, man. That is true. J.J. Abrams and Spielberg and J.J. Abrams. You know, some people don't like them. Who? <laughs> I will beat them up. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, everything he touches kind of turns into gold. Yeah. Per se. So far, I mean, he's done to make a flop. Right, like, right. everybody I mean, makes Spielberg flops. has flops. I mean, he did, he did make Felicity. You have a problem with Felicity. I actually don't, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that deserves to be considered the flop of his career this far. <laughs> Felicity was not bad at all. It wasn't too bad. See, we, we all liked it. Guilty pleasure. I thought she cut her hair then. That, that. Oh, that Carrie Russell. What a cutie. Anyway, we're going to move on with our movie news and talk about X-Men's uh, box office totals for this past weekend. It came into number one, and that's no surprise. But It is a little bit of a surprise. Only because I want to mention this because I don't think we talked about it last week. How The Hangover... Is now officially the highest rated uh, R rate, highest grossing R rated movie period, with 136 million dollars in its opening weekend. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know it's a hard thing to say because there's so many facts in that sentence. It's the highest grossing opening weekend R rated movie ever. <laughs> That's a long sentence to is say. It the five day or three day total. Three day total. Right. Uh-huh. I think it just got beaten out of the five day total. I think Matrix did a little bit better. No, it beat Matrix. I'm pretty they, sure they, it they beat one of them, but it didn't beat the other. Okay. I swear it. Was, was Matrix had both of those records, three day and five day? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I, I don't know. I believe the sequel had the biggest one. Right, okay. Matrix sequel. Right, right. Um, so it beat, it beat it the, beat I think it beat like the that. three day total then. Yeah, we don't do our research at all, so we apologize. But yes, yes. So it, it was interesting because Hangover, R rated comedy against all these 3D family films. Mm-hmm. And it ended up beating out Killed Pirates, Killed Kung Fu Panda. And so X Men comes along. Was X Men in 3D? Did you see it in 3D? No, it's not in 3D. Not, 3D at, not all? at all. Only 2D. So that's interesting. And, and you know what I noticed about that too? Uh, was something that kind of irked me is that they had less showings of X Men in the AMC theaters than they did of The Hangover and Kung Fu Panda. Now I don't know if it's maybe just because obviously they have these 3D theaters, mm-hmm. they might as well have to show it in 3D. They know people don't like it in 2D, so maybe that just automatically doubles the amount of showings because they want to give people both those options. But it just felt like it was kind of like smiting X Men because it didn't have 3D. Did that, that like? Ruin your plans? No. Did you want to see a ten and they only had eleven? Yeah, it was only every <laughs> it was only every hour as opposed to like you know, three D. I mean, this is this is a this is season though where everything just gets jam packed. Every single weekend there's a huge movie coming out. So now Super Eight's gonna control over three thousand theaters as well nationwide. So who's gonna get the bump now? Um, that being said, it grossed around fifty six million dollars for its opening weekend, which is actually the worst. Second to worst uh, opening for an X Men movie. Only the beginning, only the first film opened up less, I believe. And that being said, that movie was made I think ten years ago. So that you know, that's kind of something to to smirk at. You know, what, what, why didn't more people go you see X Men? I think a lot of people were so excited about Wolverine Origins, and it sucked so much that people were scared to watch this one. Now I did not see Wolverine. Did you guys? You guys did not like it. 
Did you see I, it? I did not like it at you all. You don't like it, Sheen? I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I didn't think it was great, but I, I like certain aspects of it. I mean, Last Stand was so bad, I couldn't even watch Wolverine. It was definitely better than that. Okay. I thought. Interesting. Yeah, no, but Wolverine made a crap load of money opening weekend. I think it made around $85 million its opening weekend, even after The Last Stand was so bad. Yeah. And, um... You, you know what it is, though, because Wolverine is, like, the, the go-to character. Everyone just loves him. Right, and it's that. Hugh Jackman. A lot of people just go to see Hugh Jackman yeah. half the time, especially the ladies. They <laughs> like their Hugh Jackmans. They like the Hugh Jackmans nice and built with claws coming out of his fists. <laughs> And a weird hairdo that <laughs> looks like this. But well, they are making a sequel to that X-Men uh, Wolverine Origins. Really? Another yeah. one? It was oh supposed to be directed by uh, Darren Aronofsky, but he dropped out of the film recently. Huh. Good. Family issues. Well, not good for that. <laughs> I'm glad he's not doing an X-Men <laughs> movie. I'm just hoping uh, Omega Red will, will be in it this time. I was really looking forward to it. Who's that? He's um he was created by the same person who created Wolverine and Sabretooth. Right. He has like strings coming out of his um <laughs> his arms, and he's like one of um, Wolverine's biggest rivals. Hmm. Man, I do not know anything about X Men or the comic books, but I do enjoy some of the movies. But yeah, I just thought it was a little weird. X Men only made fifty six million. It's not not. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. But you, would, I would, ex- I expect a lot more from X Men. But there were a lot of movies to compete with this weekend, That's so true. maybe, I mean, obviously it won't make more than that, but maybe it'll stay similar, so somewhere we, in that we're range. We're pretty much certain that Super 8's going to be number one this weekend, right? Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm a little disappointed because I haven't heard a lot of people talking about Super 8. And I feel like that's going to translate to box office results not being as good as like I would really want them to be. Well, yeah, like I mean, like like we just said, there's a lot of movies out right now. That, yeah. I mean, you're, you're competing against Panda and Pirates and Hangover and now X Men. Like and Bridesmaids is still making a lot Bridesmaids of money. Bridesmaids still there. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of a lot of competition out there. And also, at the same time, I don't think it's being advertised as as often as like all of these other popular movies. That's I think. I don't know. I, I, would, I would tend to disagree with that. I've seen a lot of advertisement for Super 8 on TV. I saw a lot. Yeah, but when my one uh, co-worker was just like, all right, I get it. Super 8 and X-Men are coming out. <laughs> He's just like, those are the only two movies I know about this summer because I've only seen those commercials. So, I mean, I, yeah, I've seen a lot of TV spots for Super 8. But uh, I guess the buzz is, a, yeah, the buzz is deceiving. Because I'm not sure if we're just really excited for it, <laughs> and we're trying to hype it up, and and if there's really people out there that are as excited as we are with it. Because I guess our... I mean, why are we excited? Because we're big fans of, like, J.J. Abrams and Spielberg, and this seems like a throwback film. Like, people won't really get that from a commercial, per se. Uh, but anyway, we're going to see it. X-Men, we'll see how that does. That'll probably be out in less than a month because of its uh, disappointing aspects. Alright, should we move on? Moving on. Moving on out. Moving on out. I don't know where that's going. Guilty pleasure pick. <laughs> Alright, we uh, we talked about this before. There's going to be a segment that we're going to bring back once in a while. So right now we're going to choose one movie that we all consider a guilty pleasure pick. That we aren't too, too excited to tell other people that we actually do like this movie. Now, should I go first or should I go last? First. You're going to steal my movie. Wait, no. no if I go how first, can I steal I your movie? First, I like it. I'm going to go first. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I have a lot of guilty pleasure picks, which is funny because she and before was just like, I can't pick one. I don't know. I can't even think of a guilty pleasure movie. Um, first and foremost, if I had to pick one right off the pot, it's going to be just like heaven. 
I love that movie. Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo, a romantic comedy, a chick romantic comedy, and there's something about the movie that I just enjoy a lot. When um, when what is it about? You never saw it? Is it the one where Mark Ruffalo is a ghost? No, no Reese Witherspoon is the ghost. Oh, she's a ghost. She uh, she gets into a car accident and then goes into a coma, so she's not dead yet. But like her spirit is still in her apartment, but she's been in the coma in such a long time, her apartment got uh, open for rent. So Mark Ruffalo is living there, and Reese Witherspoon's ghost or spirit is just like, what are you doing here? And only Mark Ruffalo, for some reason that you don't know until the end of the movie, only Mark Ruffalo can see her. And like, and of course, he falls in love with the ghost. Of and course. then what happens at the end? Maybe or maybe not to get together. And it's adorable. It's a great movie. It's so funny. Um, even even Napoleon Dynamite's in the movie, and I kind of enjoyed him. John, <laughs> John Heater. John Heater is in the movie, and he plays this like ghost whisperer dude that can like he knows the spirits, and he's just like don't piss her off, dude, and he's talking like he's high all the time. <laughs> and uh, no, it's a really fun movie. I have watched this movie plenty of times. It's on TV a lot of times as well, so it's one of those films that I can't turn off if I see it on TV. And yeah, I mean. I am a I am a decent Reese Witherspoon fan. I, I would watch anything if she's in. Well, almost any, anything. Almost anything. She she picks some good movies. Another guilty pleasure pick. I'm not gonna tell you, but it, there's another Reese Witherspoon guilty pleasure pick. That wow, it might actually be the one that I'm gonna. Oh, pick. but I hope it is. <laughs> um, there's a random fact I know about that movie that you brought up. That was uh, Mark Ruffalo's first movie after he had a brain aneurysm. Mm. He was uh, out of acting for a couple of years because he had a serious brain aneurysm, and it was so bad that he had to relearn how to like walk, and and I, I think he had all his vocal skills like he could talk fluently and stuff like that, but he just like he couldn't he didn't have the functions you know he kind of completely had to relearn to walk, how to drive and stuff like that. So when he did that movie, he was still struggling a little bit. Like he was, you know, he was like ninety percent better, but there were certain things, like certain outtakes that they had to like cut because he would he would walk in and just kind of stumble a little bit because he was still having some effects of the brain aneurysm. It was really random, and the only reason I heard about it was like back in the day. This was like when I think it was I I forget which one has been around Entertainment Tonight or uh, Extra, uh, whichever the newer one is. I think Entertainment Tonight is. I, I don't know. I don't know. But one of the newer ones was like that was like their first year of, of, of being around and I caught like an episode and they were interviewing him and he was talking about that. It was just like a, a random thing that I saw and uh, yeah, I just figured I'd oh, That's really interesting because uh, yeah, I think we're in agreement that we all like Mark Ruffalo. Love he's, Mark Ruffalo. He's great. He's awesome and whether he does these romantic comedies which I think he's great in you know, some heavier things that like we talked about the kids are right. He was even, even in Zodiac. Zodiac. Yeah, of course. He's a, he's a great actor and uh, always, always good in anything he does. Let's see him as the Hulk. Oh man, should be interesting. Should be no really CGI also. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting. <laughs> but yes, that is my guilty pleasure pick. So please come over and watch Just Like Heaven with me, Michael. I'm looking no. at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I will. Uh, so I've been thinking uh, Your turn. long and hard about this. Ooh. I have a lot of movies that I guess I would consider guilty pleasures. I would have to say one that you probably or maybe have never heard of called City of Angels. Uh. How come we haven't... Everyone's heard of that movie. Everyone? Everyone. Are you talking about um, the one with Meg Ryan? And Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's I feel like awesome it was... Movie. I, I, that song is <laughs> That is such a... <laughs> <laughs> she is such a stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I thought this. I see. I never hear anyone talk about this movie, so I thought it was just kind of. It like is. It is a, a pretty mega chick flick. Yeah, yeah. mega chick. Mega flick. chick flick, and when, you know, it's a sap fest at the end. It is. Yeah. Super sappy. <laughs> but uh, for anyone out there who might not know the movie, this is uh, Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan are like unbelievably in love, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I just making sure because I I, I kind of haven't watched it in a while. And then Megan Ry- Megan Ryan, what Meg Ryan <laughs> goes riding. I'm not, I'm not sure why Megan Ryan just sounds so, so funny. It sounds so wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's Meg Ryan, but really Megan, Megan Ryan. Like, yeah. like, Megan Ryan funny. goes riding on a bicycle and gets in a, a horrific traffic oh, wait, accident. That's the ending. No, that that's the beginning. So. <laughs> Isn't that the ending? I have you to rewatch dude, this. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is like an angel or someone's like watcher, and then he he sacrifices his angelness because he falls in love with Meg Ryan, and um and then because of that he becomes human, and then then she dies, and that's when she dies. That's why it's so sad. Because okay, he, and now he has to like live without her, and she's she's dead. I feel everything. like he was alive at first or something like that, and then he dies. And she's by herself. We're gonna have to, to watch this movie. It. This wasn't the late nineties. It, w- it was a long yeah, time ago. So and I see it on the TV every once in a while. But it's a, it's a mega chick flick. But Meg Ryan and Nicolas Cage were awesome in it. It was extremely well written and just like very powerful movie. Very, very powerful. Very powerful yeah. movie. And it's uh, and yeah. it was a cool idea. You it know? is cool. I love it when they they, they combine like romance and like the supernatural type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's something about that this was definitely like made. one of the first like major movies to do that. I'm sure like people have been doing that since the beginning of time. But it was like this was in the nineties and this was like the first one that I had ever seen. It's, it sticks out yeah. in your mind with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, Good pick, Michael. I Thank like you. It. Okay, Phil, so, your turn. Mine oh. is Legally Blonde. Yes, that's my other one. You guys are idiots. Reese baby. Not Legally Blonde 2, but no, the first no, no, no. one. Alright, yeah, go ahead. The second one was bad, but the first one, it was um, it was unique with um, with definitely lots of girl power in it and shows that, um, well, the whole uh, concept, the, the whole storyline is that um, Reese Witherspoon's uh, character, she's trying to follow his her uh, boyfriend then sent to Harvard after he got accepted and the way that she was getting into it the way that she sent over her resume and all it was funny because it wasn't even through paper it was through video it's hilarious <laughs> it's, it's just stupid things and yes it's not not realistic at all but it's just hilarious because her character was just so bubbly yeah. and she plays that like you know ditzy blonde but at the same time she kind of like stumbles into success yeah. And it's it, that was kind of like the whole theme of the of the movie where like people won't take her seriously because she's a ditzy blonde, yeah. but at the same time you know she has a lot to prove for herself and then she you know does well at the end and it, it, it's uh, very funny the characters uh, especially her are good yeah. and then you have you know you have your conflicts you have your your bad characters your good characters. Uh, Ali Larder's in it too, right? That Luke, Luke Wilson's in it. Luke Wilson, oh, Luke oh, Wilson yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's a pretty good cast too. Yeah. That the dude from Titanic was in it. I don't even know his name. Which dude? The dude <laughs> that, that that changes the clock. He, yeah. tells, he tells Rose and and Leo, <laughs> what's his name? Jack. He's just like, just like, get out of here, or something like that. And he's like, you're not gonna come with us. And he's just like changing the time. So when it, when he sings, he's going. He wants to get it at the right time. And the boat goes down. Do you remember that scene? It no, was a good scene. I had to. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good like <laughs> It was a good thirty five right seconds scene yeah. that I remember from that from that three and a half hour movie. <laughs> 
Alright, so... I don't want to pick on you guys too much, but I hate that movie. (laughs) 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 I do not like... I am shocked. (laughs) That's why it's a good thing. Anyway, we're going to take another short break, and we're going to play some movie games right after this. Movie games! Stay tuned. Guess what, people? What? It is time to play some movie games. Movie games. Alright, so we're going to play this new movie game. It's not even a new movie game. I can't take credit for this brilliant game. But, but you will. I am. I am for <laughs> sake being. 20 questions. I like it. Right. I try to say it as in like the flick chart battle voice, but 20 questions. I liked it. 20 questions. You, you, you get it from the, the, the lungs. Okay. And you... You should echo it. You should be like, 20, 20, 20. Questions, questions, questions. That was pretty good. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> I was just going to do some effects after oh, okay. we record and just throw in some effects. Okay, so... Can you get laser beams? Tew, tew, tew. No, I cannot get laser beams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 20 questions is, I'm going to think of something movie-related, because this is a movie podcast, so we have to stick with movies. I'm going to think of something movie-related, and Michael and Phil are going to ask me 20 questions combined, not not separately. You, you don't get 40 questions. This is a 20-question game. So you get 10, Phil, and I get 10. Right. Or okay. if Sheehan wants to, you know, play ball hog, you could take, like, 17, and you could do three. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Phil, I get 19 and a half questions, <laughs> and you get a half a question. So I'm going to think of something movie-related. <laughs> that was my thinking sound. And away uh, we go. And here we go. Wait, wait, hold on, let me change mine, because I think it's too hard. Okay, go. Alright, so Phil, the way we'll work this is I'll ask a question, then you ask a question. Alright, got it. Is it an actor? No. Is this a place where they... (laughs) That's a very specific (laughs) question. (laughs) Alright. Is it a a title? Yes. Uh, is it something made in the last five years? No. Um, is it... Is <laughs> Are you going to a movie? <laughs> oh, no. In the 80s? No. 2000? No. 70s? I'm not exactly sure <laughs> what's around there. Okay. Um, is it... Dun, 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 is it the IMDb 250? It is definitely. I hope so. I really hope it is. It better be. No, it, it definitely. It has to be. <laughs> it oh has man, to be. this is really tough. Um, hey guys, you're doing good. You only have eight questions asked. That means you have twelve more. Is it directed by uh, Martin Scorsese? No. Very. That was a very exact question. <laughs> well, I figure he's directed a lot of those earlier you're movies. You're right, you're so. right. I'll, I'll give you that. You are on question number ten, though. Has it won an Oscar? Oh, man. I'm going... I'm not positive. I assume so, but I can't... I, I don't know that off the, the top of my head. Alright. Okay, so you get another question, Phil. It was uh-huh. definitely, in my mind, worthy of Oscars. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that helps you at all. <laughs> but if we recap, 
this movie was made maybe in the 60s, maybe in the 70s. This movie is on the IMDb Top 250. This movie... Uh, you, you guys had asked a lot of questions whether or not it was in each decade, so that's pretty much all you have so yeah. far, I think. And it's not by Martin Scorsese. I don't know, Phil. I, I'm just going to throw out some hints, so why don't you start asking, ask, asking for genres. Ask for a genre? Like, is it horror or is, is it action? Drama? No. It's not a drama. Is it a comedy? No. Twelfth question, Phil. Oh, you guys are running out of time. Horrors don't win Oscars, though. You said worthy. Again, I don't know if it won an Oscar or not. Is it a romance? No. Well, that would technically be a drama, right? Not necessarily. Like, Notebook, I would say, is more of a romance than a drama, while, like, In the Bedroom is a drama. Okay. Is it, <laughs> is it a horror? Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> ask it horror. You guys have seven questions left, or Rob has stumped you. I tried to pick, like, a really well-known movie, too, for you guys. Is this based on a novel? I do not know the answer to that question. Maybe, maybe not. I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, so, Platt, ask another question. Ask if it's like Halloween. Is it Halloween? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I tricked him. <laughs> I don't think Halloween is worthy of an Oscar. <laughs> I didn't think that. Uh, I feel like I'm off on my years, but is it Jaws? No. Oh, I think I got it. Maybe. No, I don't know. <laughs> you guys have... Oh, crap, I lost count. We have five more questions left. Five left. <laughs> it's going to... Yeah, yeah. You guys definitely know this movie. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty positive you both watched this movie. And it's a very well-known... I think worthy of an Oscar. Maybe it did win an Oscar. We're gonna have to check that out later. Horror movie from before the seventies. I want to say he asked if it was based on a novel. Right. I do not know the answer to that. Okay. I'm not sure. Then I, all right. That that narrows a couple of things out of my mind. Right. It's not like oh, I know this is definitely from a book. Though maybe I'm just stupid and don't know that. This is tough. Man, we might horror movies from like the seventies is not really easy. <laughs> Not really our forte, per se. I rhymed. <laughs> you did rhyme. Come on, Phil. What Ask away. Psycho? Just guess it. No, I think Psycho... The original was a lot earlier, I think. But why not? Guess it. <laughs> no. No. Um, uh, I feel like Hitchcock died in like the late 50s, right? I'm pretty sure North by Northwest was in the 70s. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'll go with Psycho. You are correct, sir. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you look that up real like quick? Either 50s or 60s, no? I think it might have been 50s. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm crazy. Hitchcock only made 1960. Exactly. Well, exactly. Okay. And is, is it based on some? It is based on a novel. So okay. sorry, Phil. And let's see if it won any awards. <laughs> um, where would that even be? Recognition? Yeah. It was nominated for four, but didn't win any. 
Oh, right. nominated for director, supporting actress, cinematography, and art direction, but did not win. Interesting, Oscar. interesting. Uh, but it was worthy, you know. Yeah. Okay, so that went that went okay. Sheehan, do you have yours? I do, but now I feel like it's way too easy. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, like this was tough. Be glad. I All right, go game. go ahead. All right, Phil, you go first this time. All right, is this uh, a cast member? Uh, what? <laughs> an actor? actor or an actress? Oh, yes. Okay. Is it a male actor? Yes. Um, is he still alive? Yes. Has he made a movie this year? Um, I don't think so. I'm not positive, but I don't think so. Is he an Oscar winner? Uh, no. Not an Oscar winner. Is he white? Yes. <laughs> that narrows it down. It's not Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Will Smith. <laughs> I can tell you a lot of people who it's not. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Let's see, Phil. Um, That's something good. <laughs> so we got a white, mm-hmm. alive, hasn't made a movie this year yet, not an Oscar winner actor. Listen, we're narrowing the field down. Yeah, yeah. We got we got what fourteen to go. <laughs> um, ask about his hair color. He has brown hair. <laughs> no. Interesting. Is he fat? No. Is he? Funny? What is what does fat mean? Like, I don't know. I was thinking like Kevin Smith fat. No. <laughs> is he funny? Um, I I don't know him on a personal basis. I guess he's saying is he known for being in comedies? Yeah. Is that what your question? Yeah, is? like Adam Sandler type of thing. No. Uh, so we have. Some type of dramatic actor <laughs> that is still alive. <laughs> that could he could be in comedies and just not known for being funny. <laughs> no, he's not though. <laughs> um, let's see. He is not an Oscar winner. He is white. Yeah. He. Oh, this is tricky. This is really tricky. Okay, has he? Is he known to star in like blockbusters? Um. No. Is he like a leading man, like a Leo? Well, like you're, you're just asking. You're asking two different questions <laughs> now, and I already answered the all first right, so one. He's not, a, he's not like a Leo type <laughs> of actor. Okay, Phil, so get that. All right, all right. You you asked specifically, is he known to lead blockbusters? And I said right. no. Okay, I'm just clarifying all that right. answer. Like Inception was a blockbuster. Right. So you got ten more questions. Um. Hmm. This is tricky. Yet. Sheen said it was really easy. <laughs> Ask about ages. Ask if he's like over 30 or not. Wait, no. Go higher. 40. <laughs> There's not too many actors less than under 30. Does this guy only act or does or is he part of productions also? You have to ask yes or no questions. <laughs> if you can rephrase that somehow. Alright. Um, does he only act? Yes. <laughs> Is he over 40 years old? Uh, I honestly don't know his age. I mean, I have an idea, but I might be off. <laughs> he could be a, a lot younger and or older than I think. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Actors are kind of silly in that sense. Um, can I re-ask another question then? Well, that wouldn't be re-asking a question. Can I just ask another question since you didn't answer me? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I don't know, Phil. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? 
He's not funny. Well, maybe he is funny. He's just not in comedies. Wait, I, don't, I forgot what that question was. <laughs> uh, damn, this is tricky. This is tricky. Ask a question. Ask a question. Ask a. Has he ever been in a television show? Has he ever been in a television show? Not to my knowledge. Okay. I, I, I highly doubt it. Okay. Did we ask whether he got nominated for Oscar? You said ask. You said one. He's an Oscar winner. Oh, right. He's not an Oscar winner. Right, right. How many we got left? Eight. Eight left. Let's do this, Bill. Ask more. Uh, ask height. Yeah, ask a height question. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll know the answer to that six, one. three and a half, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, me- I'm not out measuring actors all day. <laughs> I don't think he could dunk on Shaq if that's any help. <laughs> that's a great answer. <laughs> You're just giving us the answers now. Has he been in... Um, <laughs> Are you gonna name a specific movie? Do it. <laughs> has he been in? You, there's one movie you could say has has he been in, and it would narrow down a lot of actors for you. <laughs> that just confused me. I'll explain that af- after <laughs> this is over. Ask if he's an American actor. Is he an American actor? What do you define American actor? Someone who was started as an American actor. Or, or someone who's acting in America now. I, what does that mean? What does American actor mean? Born of American descent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no. like he doesn't do lots of foreign films. Well, those are two different things. Because some... What American actor does a lot of foreign films? Okay, well, because it's not him, but Jet Li does a lot of both. I wouldn't consider Jackie American. Chan does a lot of both. But Jackie those, Chan, I will, yeah, okay. I'll so, like, I don't, like, it's right, kind of hard right. to say. It's kind of hard to give a yes or no answer to those questions. Right. But we did say, is he white? Right. <laughs> so I know, but I'm, so I'm, I'm using those guys right, as examples. Right, right. Not to say who <laughs> my person is. <laughs> so, what was the question? Um, the, is he an American actor? Is he an American actor? <laughs> I still don't know how to answer that. Was he... Uh, rephrase the question. Ask me if he was born in America. Was he born in America? No. <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> but he's white. <laughs> <laughs> There's other countries with white... I don't know. I'm thinking of, like, Spain right now. I can't think of anything else. I don't he know. Canada? <laughs> he was born in Canada? <laughs> Are you asking me? <laughs> no way. There's you no one, six questions. There's no one born in Canada. That's good. Um, Michael Myers? <laughs> That's exactly why I'm going to stick with that comment. No one that's bored. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, oh, man. We, we're not even close, Phil. If you have an inkling, just just shout it out. But you were right with Psycho. Is it Hugh Grant? No. <laughs> oh, that's a great guess. Five questions left. <laughs> but he said he wasn't funny, or he doesn't... It, Come on, Phil. Use your head. You just wasted a question. All right, Rob. You're down to the final five. Ah, final five. All right. Um, has is he one of your favorite actors? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's really gonna oh, give it man. away. Four questions left, Phil. Ask if he's built. Four questions left, is he Phil. Built? Um. I don't know how to answer that. I ask a different ask question. Ask him if he was in a movie almost by himself. You heard my question. 
<laughs> like a castaway type of Tom Hanks. Or a 127 hour James Franco. I can't even think of any other movies like that. Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> That's a very specific question for some reason. I really wanted you to ask it. <laughs> Oh damn! We're not gonna get this. <laughs> so he was not born in America. Left. Three more questions. He's not funny, but maybe he is funny. Uh, comedies. But he wasn't born in America. This one throws me off because I don't know yeah. anyone that's not born in America. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> why I always love you, Grant. He was the only one. Ridiculous things right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap, Phil! You asked another question because I can't even think straight right now. I don't know. My last guess was bad. So. Uh, okay, is he is he is he British? Yes. Two, oh, baby. Two, two questions left. Oh, baby. The only person I can think of is two grand. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so at least you can think of. A well, British at least actor. I I believe he's British. Okay. <laughs> I I I I highly think he's British. Yes. Okay, so he's one of those speaking types. Could very well be New Zealandish or Australian, maybe. I give you a hint and say no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just two give our questions left. Let's just add, let's just let's just name actors, Phil, for, for our final guesses. You go first, or you want me to go first? You can go I, first. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, um, wow, I do I can't even name a British actor right now. What's his name? What's that dude's name? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? What is his name? Oh man, I can't name a British actor right now. Why am I drawing a blank? I don't know why are you drawing a blank. I don't know. This, this game is a lot harder than I expected. And she said he had the easy one. <laughs> Once you hear who it is, you're going to be so mad. Am you're going to be so mad at yourself. All right, I don't get mad at myself, but maybe I will this okay. time. All right. Um, I'm just going to guess. I know some reason you're going to guess him right now. I'm just going to guess some random person. Is it this time? I'm going to be like, do it. Go I ahead. Can't, no, I, can't, I honestly can't it, even I know it's going to come. I know the, the actor is going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> I apologize, audience. Yeah, we might have to edit that laugh best right there. Alright, uh, I'm telling you, I'm stumped, man. He stumped me. Two more questions. Me. Two more me, questions. Friend. Phil, do you have a question? Start thinking of a question. I'm list the British actor. I can't even name a British actor again. I'm telling you that. <laughs> Where was Kevin Spacey born? <laughs> is he British? <laughs> you know, I think so. he is British, but that's not who it is. Oh, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure he is British. Really? Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, that's going to be my guess. I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> no. Not Kevin Spacey. Jack <laughs> <laughs> Is he British? Yeah. No, I think he's Australian. Oh, yeah, he's Australian. <laughs> I get him mixed up. Philly's got black hair. I'll throw you that hint. Ooh. Go with uh, Martin Lawrence. He is a little bit taller, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> I can't. I can't go with Tom Hardy. <laughs> no. Don't go with Tom Hardy. <laughs> Alright, Phil, hurry up and end this. So we, we yeah, can move on to your This a little long. Yeah. I don't know. We give up. Wait. Wow. 
Uh, you catch it. I'm gonna Daniel laugh. Radcliffe. No. no. Sorry, Phil. That's a pretty good guess. Clive Owen. Oh. <laughs> Clive. Yes. Clive. And the reason I gave you kind of like a iffy answer on whether or not it's funny because shoot him up, I thought he was hysterical, right, right, and, right. but that's not that wasn't really a comedy, really a comedy per right. se. It was an over the top you right. know, action movie. Yeah, right, that people found funny. So. Okay, good one. That, that's a stumper. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Uh, so is he British? I think he's British, right? We'll look that up later. Right, he's, yeah. he's somewhat British. Tom, I'm sorry. We're gonna just skim by your uh, twenty question. We're just gonna go right to the flick chart battle. Got it. We're running out of time. All right. Unless, unless you want to try it. Because I, I want to try it one more time. Bring it on, we Phil. Can, we can edit it one of ours out if we want. Yeah, we'll, we'll Let's do it. Phil, go. Hurry up. Right. Is yeah. it an actor? No. Is it a movie title? No. Uh. <laughs> what else could it be? Well, it, it, then it could be a character. It could be a director. Okay, it is it a director? No. Is it a character in a movie? No. Wow. What else? This is going to be tough. I'm not even <laughs> so you know it has to be related to movies, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to... Is an actress? Oh, is it an actress? No. <laughs> <laughs> we just wasted five, five questions, questions trying to see what it is. Um, wow. I, it's, not a, it's not a character in a movie. It's not a director. Is it? Is it a place, a very famous place in a movie? No. <laughs> I'm not even sure what else there could be. <laughs> You're gonna go with like object. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm re- we're gonna be stopped. But we're gonna get to ten before we actually figure out what it is. Is it a is it a genre of film? No. Is it um what? <laughs> what kind of game is that? A director, actor, actress, place, character, or movie title? Um pretty stumped right now. Is it a very famous item in a movie? Yes. It's a, a famous item in a movie. Okay. Oh, lightsaber. <laughs> is it Indiana Jones's hat? No. <laughs> that would have been awesome if it was. Is the item from the movie a genre of science fiction? Yes. Science fiction. Is it Harry Potter's wand? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantasy, not science fiction. What? It's science I'm fiction. Joking. I'm just joking. Am I right with lightsaber? Is it a lightsaber? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I don't know why I didn't just do that before. Alright, so that was 20 questions. That was fun. Well, we're, I think we're going to get better with it if we ever do it again. Yeah. But for now, we're going to move on to the... Flick Chart Battle. Love it, Michael. www.flickchart.com, one word, is an awesome website which compares movies side by side, and you pick which one's better, and then it keeps track of them, and we all win. We do all win. We are all winners. I'm trying to remember our password. I uh, don't want to announce it, so that movies. <laughs> that might be the password. The first matchup is Black Hawk Down versus There Will Be Blood. I would easily pick There I Will Be Blood. I would easily pick There Will Be Blood. Let's move it on out. Move it on out. I don't know why I've been singing that a lot. Uh-oh. Come on, computer. Don't fail me now. Mars Attacks versus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The Two remake. Interesting. Yeah, the re- good call. The Johnny Depp, Charlie, and the Chocolate Factory. I think I might have done this before with one of the Mars Attacks movies, but I do love it, the way the aliens speak. Rack, 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 rack. They gotta always do it. <laughs> these two movies are like, these are two like weird, quirky, yet funny movies that I enjoy. I forgot that Jack Nicholson was in Mars Attacks, but 
He's awesome in that movie. I'm going to pick on Mars Attacks. Nice, me too. Right. Phil? Yeah. Are we letting Phil pick? Did oh, Phil yeah, pick yeah we're letting Phil pick. Yeah. But just the, the two we had so far, we agreed, so his voice yeah. doesn't matter. All right, we had, now we have 50 First Dates versus Meet the Fockers. Two, again, very like close genre movies, you know? Yeah, but 50 First Dates is highly superior in my opinion. I did like, uh... Well, actually, no, Meet the Fockers is the second one. I like yeah. that better than Meet the Parents. Yeah, but still... I did enjoy Meet the Fockers, but Fifty First Dates holds sentimental value in my mind. Phil? Fifty First Dates. Yeah, Yay. Fifty First Dates. We haven't argued yet. We've only been three matchups. Planet <laughs> <laughs> of the Apes, the Mark Wahlberg version, versus Daredevil. I actually really like Planet of the Apes, the Mark Wahlberg version. Well, just version. because Daredevil's so bad, I'm going to play Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Phil agrees again. Armageddon versus Goodwill Hunting. Armageddon. Oh, man. Goodwill Hunting. Obviously, Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> yeah. You know, Juice versus Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. I would pick Austin Powers because, like we said, I don't really enjoy Beetlejuice all that much. I'm gonna pick Beetlejuice just because I don't enjoy Austin Powers all that much. Phil Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Beetlejuice. Woo! Ooh, that was a classic. Not even a problem. Wedding Crashers versus Speed. Wow. I like Ooh. this matchup a lot because Wedding Crashers is real funny. <clears throat> but Speed, I think it's an underrated film. Action Underrated Action wise Yeah I don't think people Underrated people, talk, people are like What's your favorite action film like, You never hear Speed I hear Speed You hear Speed <laughs> <laughs> I do <laughs> um, it, was the, it was the start of the whole Sandra Bullock uh, Keanu Reeves chemistry thing See I have a problem with this Because if I If I saw both these movies On the TV right now I'd go Speed because I haven't I seen it in a long time. <laughs> oh, no, is that the reason why? That's part of the reason remember, why. I don't, I don't, were you, were you, remember, Phil, when we just had it on TV and we just watched the entire yeah, thing? Yeah, <laughs> We're just like, we can't stop watching it. Right I, I, I'm going to pick Speed. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pick Speed, too. Phil, would, would, would you pick? Yeah. Would you pick Speed? Are you sure? Yeah. You seem like a Wedding Crashers type of guy. <laughs> I do a lot of Wedding Crashers a lot. Armageddon versus <clears throat> Cruel Intentions. Ooh, you got some Reese Witherspoon action in Cruel Intentions. As long as, as long as, as well as Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Phillip. Is it Felipe or Felipe? We don't know. We'll never know. I'm gonna pick Armageddon. The world may never know. What? Why does that say chick? I'm, I'm really confused. I have is that no his name? idea. No, I don't know who that is. It, it has He's to be been his doing name. it for the thrill, right? Is his name Chick in the movie? Is it? Who, I don't know. Who's that a picture of? That's he's a dude with the the kid. Yeah. He's the he's the father, and like the mom doesn't want him to let the, the kid know. I don't know who that is. All right, I'm gonna pick Armageddon. I pick Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. Armageddon. <laughs> American Beauty. Oh my, oh my god. god. This is American what? Beauty versus Memento. <laughs> oh, my. oh man. My head is going to explode. This might have to be our last pick. Just because it's going to be so <sighs> legendary and difficult. This is going to take a while. You better strap in, buckle up. And now, we all expressed our love for both of these movies. Memento, obviously, one of Christopher Nolan's first and, you know, memor- uh, memorable films. Yeah. And it, it was just genius all the way around. But American Beauty, probably one of the better best made dramas in like cinematic history and obviously a lot of Academy Awards went to American Beauty so the the Academy also (coughs) recognized its brilliance I would say that Memento is more of a cooler movie to like more of a cult movie and obviously a lot of people jump on the Christopher Nolan bandwagon and it's just a really cool movie it's a really well made movie but like American Beauty I really don't think it has any flaws uh, or if it does, like very minor flaws. It's like a movie that it, it's one of those movies where I don't expect it to have a good rewatchability factor. But then when I put it on again, I'm just like I can't stop watching. It's so yeah, freaking good. The movie's amazing. Wow, this is tough. I I, I feel really so tough. bad. What about your your if you saw them both on TV at the same time, you're gonna use that as the uh, you the, know I can't because there's 
the thing is, I would they were back and forth. If they were both starting at the same time, right? Because if if it was like halfway into American Beauty and Memento was just starting, I'd watch Memento because and vice versa. And vice versa. You can't you can't really go into either of those movies. Kind of. I mean, you obviously could, but like right. I wouldn't want to because they're so good. Right. I want to watch them from beginning to end. Right. I agree. Um, and you also get kind of confused if you're halfway into Memento. Unless you've seen it uh, right times. Um, Phil, do you have anything to say about this epic matchup? It's epic. Oh man, <laughs> it is epic. So many iconic scenes. So many iconic scenes. Yeah, we have to say in every flick trip battle. We have to say the word iconic. Like Memento, they have the structure that that's their um biggest point, and there's um uh, American Beauty with their sc- screenplay. That's where their strongest part really is. I feel like the, uh, I feel like, okay, why don't we break it down a little bit? I feel like American Beauty, I feel like the acting is superior to, against Memento, because Memento's not really known for its acting. Well, Memento only has three main characters. In right, the right. Uh, but they all do a really right. good job right. in the movie. I would agree with that, but I would still say American Beauty gets that Agreed, agreed. Now <laughs> let's go with screenplay. They both, I'm pretty sure, I know Memento was nominated for a best screenplay, American Beauty probably won its screenplay. Uh, both great screenplays. It's uh, I don't even know how you write Memento, honestly. Like, did he write it regularly first and then like flipped it around and stuff like that? I, I don't, that blows my mind. Yeah, how that I'm, not, worked out. I'm not sure. Um, just because of the the uh, creativity, I'm gonna throw that to Memento. I'm gonna give that yeah. a check mark. I don't know. That's that's just me. That, uh, this is uh, this is me talking okay, about trying to figure right, out who's going to win. Honestly, I'd give it to American Beauty. Okay, all right. <laughs> I um, think I'd give so American Beauty all the check marks. So I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like when you start doing it like that, I, I think that's the only way to do. Because you look at cinematography, right. and while the cinematography in Memento is amazing, you cannot. I mean, like some of the shots that Sam Mendes. Uh, developed in that film, like the one that immediately comes to mind is with Mina Servino, Servini, Ser- Servino, Servino's character. You know, she's like this young. She's playing like a 16-year-old or 17-year-old in high school, and she's kind of like seducing Kevin Spacey's character. And there's this image where he's like imagining her, and these rose petals that are is falling on iconic her. Iconic scene. And, and it, it really is, it really is. because it just it makes this like emotion of like, man, I feel like I know that this is wrong because like I know she's in high school, but it's like I so understand understand his longing his wanting you know his escape from his his life his and his wife um and and just you know being that tempted by this like amazingly beautiful sweet girl and, and just all that and it's like it, i've never i've never really watched like a very short scene like that where it's like you feel you feel that kind of like sickness to your stomach like i shouldn't be seeing this you know like she's too young but then the want like how do you portray that it just blows my mind. <laughs> and just the rose petals like falling and she's covered up in like the perfect, perfect spots. Places, yeah. uh, that's an amazing scene. And I, I could talk about that scene <laughs> at length, so you know. Uh. Not gonna lie, when uh when I first saw the matchup, I was leaning towards Memento, but now that I actually think about it, break it down, it's going to be American Beauty, it's gonna be my choice. Yeah, me too. I think I think one more thing one more thing is that I actually own American Beauty and I don't own Memento. Mm. So I think maybe yeah. I should have thought about that first. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like, as far as distribution purposes, there's m- many more copies of American Beauty True. out there. So the chances, likelihood of you seeing it more often yeah. to buy it. True. Phil, are you okay? We never heard your your choice, Phil. Yeah, I'm all right with. Uh, You're gonna uh, go with American, American Beauty? Beauty. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our flick. Let me just, just it. log it in. Boom. 
Anyway, we are done with our episode. Thank you for listening. Wow, I am drained after that discussion. <laughs> this was a good episode. I, I feel like yeah. feel like we had some good points, and I had a lot of fun. Um, all right, so I guess that's it. That's we have it. anything else? Like throw our information out there, right? We have a Facebook. We have a page. It's called facebook.com slash on the movie front. We also have the email that I did say earlier. That's on the movie front at hotmail.com. We have a blog on Blogspot that is otmf-podcast.blogspot.com, and you can follow us or you know subscribe to us on iTunes. It would be really easy. You know, just we'll update it for you, and then all of a sudden you have a new podcast to listen to. What's, what's not wrong with that, right? No, I, I I listen to this podcast. Yeah, yes. you, you don't listen to it. Do you listen I to? do. Listen to it. It's yeah. fun. I like to listen to my voice. I like to listen to your voice too, Rob. Me too. <laughs> so, do you like to listen to your own voice? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to End say goodbye. We're say going to you. say, get ready for the next episode because we're going to talk extensively about Super Eight. Oh AIDS. man, we might just—I I might throw this up. We might just dedicate the episode to Super Eight. I like how you say, well, "I might throw this up." <laughs> <laughs> I might throw. Th- I might propose this idea. <laughs> Don't try to correct it. Okay. Oh uh, yes, it's going to be a very heavy Super Eight episode next week so yeah I hope you see it too actually we're going to be like promoters everyone go see Super A and join in our feedback talk discussion review if you see it and text me and or Rob you can be involved in the podcast you know I'm going to I was going to throw that out there too I was going to say everyone that sees Super A is invited to talk to the next discussion podcast (laughs) we'll just I just want a circle and I want a round microphone in the middle, and I just want to talk. I want it to be like a round table Ooh. of Super 8 discussions. I think that's delicious. Right. It's going to be delicious, and it's going to be a little bit weird if it's <laughs> only us three talking. Okay. But that's not going to happen. We're going to no. have some good we're guests. Gonna, we're going to pull in a Super 8 guest. <laughs> you're, you're saying we're going to have 8 people? Uh, no. <laughs> that right. is impossible. Thank you again for listening. We love you guys. Uh, you rule. Um, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace.